So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another recap of Bachelor in Paradise with Almost Famous. Hello, Ben. How are you doing? Oh, so good. So good today. So happy to be here. Very excited to break down Bachelor in Paradise and to continue on our journey of just breaking down what it feels like are very fun shows to be watching right now. Can I give you some bullet points before we even begin? Just some random thoughts that I had throughout the episode. Of course. It makes me so happy to see the friendship between Brayden and and Aaron B and yes. Sean. I know. It is I like, was right all along. Brayden wasn't a bad guy. I told you guys. Well, isn't it kind of go back to what we always say on here? Like it's really hard to hate somebody once you really get to know somebody. Mm-hmm. And maybe 
on The Bachelorette. Like they just really couldn't get to know him because it is so isolated and it moves so fast. And there's so many different things being said from so many different angles. But in Paradise, you really get to sit down and know somebody. And mm-hmm. I think that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Then there was a couple dub overs in this episode that really made me like be like, oh, LOL. <laughs> so there is one shot where they have Will walking with his back turned to the camera on the beach while um, Mercedes is on the date with mm-hmm. Tyler. And they have a crying sound on him. And it's like, I don't think he's crying. We can't even see his face. It's just him, his back. That was the that what I think that poor dude has been crying the whole time he's been on the beach. He could have been crying. I'm not saying that's far fetched. The other hilarious dub over was Jess and how she said I wore a one piece today because I was bloated. Yeah, she just tells everybody that. Like <laughs> she that said you? it three times. It was two separate occasions, and the I'm not sure if the first time when she went to go talk to Tyler whether that was legit. We don't see her mouth say it. She definitely could have said it in an interview room and then they like put it over just to be hilarious. And then they did it again when she sat down with, um, oh no, no, the first time she did it with um, Tanner and then the second time was a total dub over because all you see is her back and it says, I wore a one piece today because I was bloated. What? Oh, I, I wore a one piece stick. Well, she just totally said that in an interview room. And they thought it'd be so funny to put it over. I, I hope she just said it to everybody. Like, I'm hoping I, mean, she just, I like, would embrace and love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm hoping she just goes up to every guy on the beach. is like, I wore a one piece stick. I'm bloated. You know, who's really bloated is Sam. And they had so much poop storyline. And I know that you said last week that you were not down for it anymore. It was too much. But we'll save that for the last bit because that was the last bit of the episode. But yeah, we, I do have plenty to say. Yeah. And obviously, that storyline is progressing and maturing. And we're getting to hear more about it. But let's start at the beginning. Tyler Nor- Norris now comes to the beach uh, in this episode. We sne- see it in the sneak peek along with Tanner. Obviously, we've been waiting for him. And then, obviously, we have Sam's story. It's the very end of the episode. And that's kind of how we're going to guide through this episode but uh in in the opening scenes uh as usual we see kind of uh the next morning uh a morning following uh a rose ceremony a morning following um kind of uh some more climatic events and uh here is the relationships as of uh the start of this episode we got jess and blake we got aaron s and sam sean and rachel still going strong three weeks in Pete and Olivia, Aaron B and Eliza and Braden and Kat. Now, out of these couples, Ashley, it does feel like the ones that are going to make the biggest storylines are probably Jess and Blake um, and Braden and and Kat. Uh, Aaron B and Eliza uh, haven't really blossomed on the show yet. We haven't seen a lot of them together. But those two couples that I just mentioned are the ones that we've been kind of following or getting Mm -hmm. hints that something's about to happen. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, and so when Tanner comes in, because this is the biggest front front moment of yeah. the show, it's he's saying that he's looking forward to seeing Kat and Jess. Now, Kat and Jess are like best friends, mm-hmm. and the drama happens here, but it doesn't really develop. But we get a little hint of it. Okay. So Kat talks to Tanner. They apparently hit it off enough where Tanner asks Kat on the date. She accepts willingly and very quickly without one talking to Brayden, who she has been in a coupledom ish with for about four days now, which, you know, don't worry, guys. That's four serious days. I'm, I'm not even being sarcastic because at the, at the point of four days in paradise, <laughs> I do think the proper thing to do is probably talk to the person first. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not even before accepting. You can say, yeah, and then immediately pull aside Brayden to talk to him. Okay. I think he sh- she should have. Even more importantly here, maybe, is that she should have talked to Jess because Jess had made it clear to Kat that she was really interested in Tanner. That was the number one person she went down to see, and Kat didn't acknowledge it at all, and apparently they're besties. And that storyline was kind of dropped after the fact, but Jess did seem a little bit hurt by it. Um, Brayden 
did seem more hurt by the whole the whole thing, though. He did seem. I mean, I think it's very clear that he's very. Okay, hurt yes, he was. <laughs> In comparison, I meant. Yeah. Well, no, we're not shocked. I don't think and Pat are going on this date. I think we saw this coming. She had mentioned in a previous episode that she was kind of into Tanner. Yes, she did. So we're not shocked that they went on this date. I but do she think- was so mean. Like, she was mean when he comes down, when she comes down ready for the date, and then Braden goes, you look beautiful. And, like, she didn't even look him in the eyes. She totally ignored Braden until they came back from the date. Yeah, and I think that, and, and let's just... For the sake of consistency and the sake of uh, understanding kind of this, the progress of this episode, let's just stick in this cat and Braden relationship then and kind of close this up and talk through this all in one piece here. And so it's, you know, Ash, it's interesting to me that you've been with somebody for a few days and you wouldn't, uh, like, you kind of act like you don't even know them. Yeah. It, you act like you've had nothing with them, and maybe you haven't. But it, it obviously, here feels like Brain thought they had something. And and the other reason I say that is because he had so many enemies on his time in the Bachelorette. That these guys really started to like him, and uh, I think they started to like him because they started to see that he is just a. He, they kind of everybody's been calling him a golden retriever, like he's a hopeless romantic. He's just very loyal and sweet to a fault, and so they're like, no, he is just that guy that was on par- Batch the Bachelorette. And the Bachelorette just kind of like showed him in the wrong way because he was so loyal and, you know, she can't be because she's dating everybody and it really messed with him. It feels like to me, I've never been in paradise. It feels like to me, she should have at least recognized that, yes, he still is there. He still exists. And yes, he might be hurt by the situation. I know. And she was so cold when she came back and was just like, so... Just letting you know, my feelings are like not continuing with you, <laughs> which I it's like everybody when they have to break somebody's heart. And I know it's been four days, but when you have to break up with someone, even if it is only after a few dates, if it's, it's one like date. awful, if yeah, it's, but one, it's date, one date, if you go on one date with somebody and you're like, yeah, I'm not that interested in continuing. That sucks to, it's to the end worse. it. And it just like, it puts so much weight on you. And she didn't feel like any weight. And that's kind of like a little bit of a character flaw. There was, there was some interesting dialogue going on where she was like, everybody I think agrees with me. And yet nobody agreed with her. Like even her best friends were like, Hey cat, like you're, I don't want to tell you this like straight up, but like you're being great, like wrong here. Like, yeah. You're being mean. They said you're like that she can be really self-centered in moments like this. Yeah. But she like is doubling down on Braden, like making like talking about immaturity and maturity and these again, these words that feel very uh popular this year in Paradise that make no sense to me. Like what exactly is she meaning? And there is no moment for her, like she's saying he's very confrontational and he's like sitting there like no, I'm just feeling this way, and yeah, I know, I'm hurt. Yeah. And she's like, "Stop being so confrontational." He's like, "I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm hurt." Like, you can't. Her tell interpretation me not- of confrontational is just basically not saying what I want you to say right now, and making it a difficult, a difficult situation for me. I wonder if there's like, if for her, it's just really hard to admit when she was like wrong. Like, it would have been. Yeah, so much I'm like that. I'm bad at that. Like, just when Jared and I have little things, he's like, "Can't yeah. you admit this?" And I'd be like. Yeah, I yes, I just don't. I don't like being wrong. I don't like being wrong. Yeah, and and she's definitely wrong here. Like I think everybody on the beach, including Braden, is like, hey, you can go with Tanner. That's not a bad choice, and you're not doing anything wrong by dating around. Like I, more power to you. This is what this show's about. But just the way that she's handling it is is she's not in the right here. She's not handling this in the mature way that she thinks she is. Um, there is that like hopefully uh the introspection uh that she can do to say hey yeah maybe i'm uh i'm honest uh it would have been so much easier for her to sit down with Braden and be like hey Braden, we had a a really good couple days and i you know i was interested in you but uh i am more interested in tanner and i'm going to pursue that relationship but i want you to know that you know what we had was meaningful to me this whole thing's done then but she's like refusing to even go to that that level of vulnerability, which doesn't feel that deep. 
Yeah. And what you said earlier, where you're like, you know, if you spend a few days with them, it's proper to do this. Like, as somebody who's, like, pretty conservative with dating, I would consider that, like, if I kiss someone, like, that's a thing enough where I'd have to tell that person who's sitting in front of me Mm -hmm. that, like, I'm going to go try and maybe kiss another person. Like, it's all very intimate. Very intimate. And I I think to close up this kind of date or this relationship, the Braden and, and Kat relationship, it is very, as you mentioned, sweet to see the guys rallying around Braden. Um, I don't know if he's completely out of fault here. Everybody, like, I don't... everybody was rallying. It was so nice. Even at the end of the end, the credits when they when he was singing the rap, and you can just tell yeah. he was just like hanging with his friends, and he was getting the support. Yeah, it's a very different Braden look than mm-hmm. what we had on the Bachelorette, and I, you know, obviously you were more su- supportive of Braden than I was, but I'm I'm starting to see aside of him on paradise uh that i'm like yeah this guy's a good dude he just he just the bachelor was not for him it it brought out uh, a side of him and they were able to use kind of his emotions um against him in a little bit of ways which kind of is what cat is doing also so Mm -hmm. poor guys was very emotional can can i say one thing yeah (laughs) was it not dramatic when the girls saw tanner for the first time i'm like guys are you starved of men because like you're making it seem like this guy is leo in 2000 and like 2000 and like 1990s leo he's a good looking guy why are you losing your shit (laughs) well they're kind of doing that with everybody this everyone (laughs) like tyler got a reaction like that um hannah b you know if you want to feel good about yourself, just walk down the stairs at Paradise and let people yes. comment on you. I know. Like, it's not like the people on the beach aren't like very attractive. I know. Like, I mean, goodness gracious, yes, I, I did feel like that. It's it's felt more this year than any other year. Where yeah, yeah. If you want to be pumped up, just go to Paradise. So you can Seriously. even leave right after. All I would need to do is walk down the stairs, have this voiceover of all these nice things, all these smiles and. L- eyes lit up it's um, unbelievable i also want to comment because i'm sticking to it and i know that you've had mixed uh feelings about this uh in the past i think olivia is amazing for paradise i think she is one of the best characters we've ever had i think she's incredible at the interviews i think she says the most hilarious things i think she um says what's on her mind and i think she's really funny at saying it i felt like that since the beginning i know that she said things that could be considered mean However, like, I don't think there's really a mean bone in her body other than just like what goes on in her head, which happens to everybody. Yeah, she just, just yeah, 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 I know. Well, I asked Wells in our episode that came out yesterday about her and I was like, is she scary? And he's like, he, she is scary. She is scary, but she's hilarious and she's needed in those interview rooms. And I agree. She is so funny. She keeps, she keeps me laughing during these episodes. Um, And we'll get into that more as we talk about Sam and the pooping story, but uh, yeah. Gay, I, I really enjoy having her in paradise. I hope she stays because I, I will miss her interviews. I, again, I don't know that I want to sit next to her on a lounge chair because I, I do think that she'd just make fun of me to my face. But like as a viewer, <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> what keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. True love is always being excited from the moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. (laughs) The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. I feel like the moments that you meet your future dog are always like the most special. So when we adopted Lois, 
she was like she looked like a bunny she was like a four pound bunny and she had these ears that were super high and she turned the corner and i was just like well what am i not gonna bring this dog home it was just a given adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections a pedigree loyalty survey revealed 95 percent of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes. Opening your home to a dog can help open your heart. Love at First Sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find Love at First Sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. The next couple is just, uh, we have bits and pieces of them, not a lot, but it's Jess and Blake. Uh, I'm feeling more and more like this is maybe not a couple that uh, not going to happen paradise together, but they yeah. do have a hilarious scene where Blake says he eats birds for protein. Yeah. And uh, I just found that a, to be a very cute, funny moment. Um, or she, I don't know why she's thinking he's eating like pigeons and doves and seagulls, but <laughs> just eating chicken. It's also what Wells says in the interview. He says that like, she is so innocent yeah. I don't know. He doesn't know whether she she could be ready for the kind of relationship and commitment that Blake obviously already is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they could be together. I just they have a sweet. It. They have a sweet little hang going on right now. Yeah, maybe maybe it progresses. Okay. Yeah. Actually, with the same thing that we theme that we kept with Braden and Cat, I kind of want to keep the same theme um, when it comes to Will and Mercedes. I think we need to consistently talk through how this relationship progresses now with Tyler Norris coming to the beach. Now, Tyler Norris comes to the beach and he refers to himself as Tyler Norris. He says, Tyler <laughs> Norris is here, which is very weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> Have you ever seen that episode of Ellen? Or like, it's a kind of a viral clip where Dennis Quaid has a little earpiece and she's telling him what to say as he enters into a Starbucks? Uh-uh. Okay, so <laughs> she tells him, open the door. 
and say, Dennis Quaid is here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just amazing. And that's basically it. He's like, Tyler Norris is here. You know, and he talks a lot about his um, uh, his body, his body, and then his second time to paradise. Like, uh, like you know, he, he thinks like he's king of paradise. Yeah, he's like, here I'm back. You know, this is my home. You guys have entered my home. I don't know why I'm making fun of Tyler so much either. Tyler's very cute. He like has almost like a Nick Jonas look. I totally get why the girls like him. I think he's somebody who I can just like I understand the interest there. I don't know why I've been making fun of him and thinking that he's been cocky, but like, it's fun. You're like, that's because he, he seems cocky. He seems very cocky in this episode. Like he does. I mean, I don't know if he is. I don't know him at all. I've never met him, never talked to him, but like it does like his entrance and just kind of the the conversations he's had, like he has a, a cockiness to him that I didn't expect. Um, and, uh, it is kind of funny. If anything, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, because I'm getting a good laugh out of him, like being like Tyler Norris is here, and you're like, <laughs> okay, man, like I don't know, you know. Um, yeah. But he shows up to the beach. This is his second time. He was on Rachel's season. Rachel's very excited to talk to him. She wouldn't be against going on a date with him. I don't think wouldn't be against. She, wants, she wants that date. She wants that date, which is. Uh, a kind of hidden storyline that uh, that we maybe didn't, didn't get enough coverage. Enough, not at all. People also, I don't know if I just message or saw somewhere, but people are like, "Why didn't we address the fact last week that Avon and Rachel were like they? Why they close the chapter on that so fast? Why didn't we see any sort of exploration of that?" There are some missed storylines. It feels like this year in Paradise, especially with having Rachel there, where. You know, there's some missed storylines that we could maybe even get like the you remember the the seasons where we had the Blake uh, like love square and the Dean love triangle. And we got yeah. um, some like deep conversations around those, like some follow ups to conclusion on those things. Mm-hmm. Um, both these scenarios feel like they could have had, especially with Avon, a conversation to a conclusion, like get them together to talk about, hey, when was the last time I talked? Like, wh- are we interested in doing this again? But um, but we get we get none of that. We just kind of get these snippets of the two of them talking like very generically about the beach and who they're with. Um, and I do feel like that's missed moments because I do think it's a good opportunity for the show to help us understand better of what their relationship has looked like since their time on The Bachelorette. For sure. I understand why Tyler didn't t- take Rachel on the date, although I would have liked to see it. He probably thought, well, she eliminated me so early on. But was he like five or six? There's like five or six guys remaining when he got eliminated? Or no, there's... Oh, whoops, that was New Jersey. Um, It was four. So he was four. He made it to hometowns, but didn't. <laughs> they didn't go to his actual house. Yeah. So he was probably like, look, she didn't like me enough to even get me into top three. So like, why am I going to go on a date with her here? But... It- it also probably felt like mad rejection from her. Didn't you, don't you think that she probably felt like, Ooh, she, she, Ooh, yeah. now I'm getting the, the feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it, it's a level playing field in paradise. Um, but they do talk. Uh, Tyler also talks to a few others. He takes Mercedes on this date and he, he mentions during their date that he has been interested in Mercedes for a while, that he was mm-hmm. excited to meet her on the beach. Um, and and that's great, but I want to pause here then to just highlight Will's experience in paradise. I mean, I know he feels like this has, and, and I'm with Will. I feel bad for Will. I know yeah. Will wants to find love. I I think we're giving him um, more sympathy, though, than, than maybe he deserves, and this is why. He was the one originally to kind of push Olivia to the side. And so he's really only been... Um, broken up with like with once said. yeah this is yeah well once so this is now the second twice. time yeah it's still a lot for this amount of time but yes i agree he, he he brought a little bit on himself and will i don't know if it's just the interviews or the moments i think he seems like a very sweet man who wants to find love mm, he too. is uh we're four days in and this dude is talking forever on each relationship he's been in <laughs> And he's talking about like breakups and like these like really hard experiences, like where I'm picturing my forever and then like they're gone. And you're like, dude, just slow your roll a little bit. Like maybe have some, (laughs) 
like have a little more fun. Like you don't have to like. In, like he's just so romantic. He's, he's such a hopeless romantic. romantic. He has his light is on. His taxi light is on. Mm-hmm. He wants to find the one. It's coming off a little. Uh, yes, a little desperate. A little, a little, desperate, a little intense. A little intense. Maybe maybe the lack of intensity would. Uh, Bring attract more people mm-hmm. yes um so that's my kind a little there. hard to get yes and i mean i'm i'm not i feel feel with olivia when she's talking about like you know you never say it out loud but you hate you know you hate to see it but she's like i'm loving watching the whole thing like i kind of it's sad and it's wild and i know he's gonna be okay because he's a good looking dude and he seemed very sweet um but it does. I mean, when when Tyler said Mercedes, will you go on this date with me? I was like, you got to be kidding me! Like, of course, this is how it's going to play out. See, to me, that was the le- less interesting option than him taking Rachel out for some reason. I was okay. like, oh crap! I wanted it to be Rachel, but whatever. Obviously, there's quite some steam between Mercedes and Tyler. They had an amazing date. She said it was like one of the best days, of, like or, like the best day of her life. And I was like, girl, chill. I'm really. <laughs> Well, they had a pretty hot and steamy. I mean, I guess, I guess you can say that if if the, if the date is with somebody that you like, you really can feel like you see yourself with long term. The the date was sweet. They did have a very steamy makeout at the end. Um, it was a good kiss. It was a good it was one. A good kiss. It yeah. was a good paradise kiss. Uh, it felt like the two of them were very much enjoying each other, um, which is great. And. Will is now left at the beach. And I think, you know, obviously he's a teaser. I think we know how this is going to play out for Will. I don't think she's coming back to Will. I don't think Will. Um, but in comparison to Brain and Cat, Mercedes handled this very well. Um, she got Will right away. She explained to him, hey, this is where she's at. Mm-hmm. She laid she said out. Sl- she's going to sleep on it. She's going to sleep on it because I don't know if she can. You don't. I don't expect her to have to make that decision right there, right then. I think we know how this is going to go, um, but I will say it felt very, uh, very well done, very yeah. respectful of Will and his emotions. Um, and she recognized, she even said, she said, I know Will cares about me. And, um, and it would have been nice maybe if Kat would have said that, like, I know Brayden cares about me. And so I want to give him this time and this moment. It was like a slow, like, I think that her sleeping on it is good because her telling him that because it's kind of like a slow breakup. Just like, okay, put this in your head that it might be coming to an end, but like, you might also have um, some opportunities to sweep me off my feet. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. You got a big, you got a big 12 hours, just like Sam coming up. Um (laughs) The uh, no really other huge storylines this episode. I feel like I think most of those storylines, um, you know, the the drama is at a minimum. There's no massive arguments. Um, the relationships now have changed and and kind of blossomed anew. And so that's why I say now it's time to talk about Sam. That and- is time to talk about Sam. Before let's just say I don't see anyone here getting married though. Do you see no. a great love amongst us? No, I don't yet. You're right. I will. I will say that. I, I don't yet. Um, I don't. You know. Okay, that's it. We could just say that. You know, the the only one I feel a great love amongst us is Sam and Aaron. S- Sam, are you being sarcastic? No. He's like very supportive and sweet, but he just seems a little bit like Gaston like for her. Like she seems like she's really got her feet on the ground. Yeah. (laughs) And he just seems like a character. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, 
for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. True love is always being excited from the moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. (laughs) The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. I feel like the moments that you meet your future dog are always like the most special. So when we adopted Lois, she was like, she looked like a bunny. She was like a four pound bunny. And she had these ears that were super high and she turned the corner and I was just like, well, what am I not going to bring this dog home? It was just a given. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes. Opening your home to a dog can help open your heart. Love at First Sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find Love at First Sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Okay, so this is a big storyline, this episode. I'm super impressed by Sam. I have been. I felt bad for her since the beginning of the teasers. Uh, how she walks through this, how she communicates this, her embarrassment, her admittance to embarrassment, kind of all these things. I just feel like she she does. She comes off as somebody who has her feet on the ground. She understands life. She understands the complexity of life. She understands that embarrassing moments come up and they just have She's to She's mature with- as Peter and Aaron would have said last week. A hundred percent. and. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm just, I'm just so much in team Sam camp. Um, I, I really like Sam and I, and I don't know her, but I'm so much in her camp because this is a really crazy situation. 
the commentary during this is hilarious. If you haven't watched the episode, I do encourage you to go back and watch it. Watch the episode of Olivia kind of being surprised by this and Sam being surprised by this and all the jokes being made and um, Wells's amazing kind of bartending session where he tries to scare the poop out of her. Like, and he's talking to, like he's kind of shocked by this. Like everybody's handling this in a very uh, encouraging, yeah, uh, sympathetic way. And the amount of puns that we can make with regards to poop is unbelievable. And I applaud everyone. I was like, ah, oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a great one. And um, I, I still feel really bad for her. I do, Ash. And, and it stinks in so many ways. It's going to stink and it stinks now. It stinks um, in so many ways. The, uh, Sam is uh, beautiful. She's mature. She obviously wanted her second chance at this show. She got it, and then she has this situation. The next uh, episode I'm going to be very um, intrigued by, but obviously uh, we got some rumblings in the tummy because the last scene we see is her laying in her bed, kind of rubbing, rubbing her stomach, um, kind of hoping that something happens. And I hope it does for her. I hope she comes out of this feeling great. She has four hours on the clock. Only four hours on the clock. and uh, They stayed up late, and it made me worried. I was nervous for them. I was like, hurry up, go to bed. The sun's about to rise. Yeah. Well, personally, um, I don't know about you, but personally, uh, having pressure and stress put on those types of situations does not exactly help me. Like, a clock, you know, knowing that I have a, a countdown wouldn't exactly relax me to be like, okay, now I can make this happen. Okay. Do we think that they told the doctor who I met down there in paradise last year and he was super cool. Yeah. Really, really liked the dude. He told us about, you know, how he's usually an emergency room doc. I think his, um, I think his wife is also a doctor and she's a bachelor fan and okay. that's how they got the gig. Just thought it wouldn't be fun to go down there for a month of the year and work. Now, did they, do you think that the producers told him like you're we're gonna put you in an interview we're gonna put you in a scenario with sam like you can be as dramatic as you'd like to be or do you think that he was just truly saying that what he'd say to anyone off camera because the whole moment of we're gonna wait till sunrise <laughs> there's no way <laughs> Well, I mean, I think he probably is saying what he would say on camera because he says at 10 days, we start to get worried and tomorrow's 10 days. So at sunrise, we're going to revisit this and feel, see what you want to do. Um, I do think so. I mean, I think yeah. if you were in the United States and you went to your doctor, they'd say, okay, day 10, I need you to come back first thing in the morning and we're going to do, we're going to make something happen. Um, I am intrigued on why she chose not to, to not do, enema. do the enema. I to surprised. be honest, I don't really know what an enema is. We've talked about this. Yes, yeah, you're saying that you put water up there. I know there's you try to tell enemas. me this. There's multiple kinds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it, when you say up, you put a water up there, like, do you mean like you put like a little pouch of water? Like what? You put like your squirt bottle up there. So you're looking it up all right now, aren't you? Yeah, I want to make sure I explain this right. So an enema. I can see his eyes wandering to the Google. Um, let me look this up. Enema. <laughs> okay, I guess I should look okay, it up too. Okay, here, 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 yeah. here, here's the here's the I definition. Need an image. Okay. You want an image? Wow. I, need, gotta, I need an image. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do that yourself, Ash. That's on your own computer. I'm not looking up images of enemas. Um, okay. Enemas are injections of fluids used to cleanse or stimulate the emptying of your bowel. This procedure has been used for years to treat constipation and similar issues. So enemas can also treat fecal uh, incontinence, a condition in which the stool leaks from the rectum unexpectedly. Um, they also use to clean the bowel before any tests or surgery. So there's types of enemas. There's a cleansing enema. There's a large volume enema. There's a small volume enema. There's an oil retention enema, a return flow enema, a cooling enema. A rectal installation of medication is what an enema okay. is. So Thank you, you Ben. You got a good picture. <laughs> so, yes, I'm looking at pictures now, and it looks like it could be anything from like a nasal spray for your butt to like a whole darn tube. And I guess she basically didn't want like a tube up there because she didn't want to put her finger up there. 
And she wants to go to the U.S. if she has to go to the hospital, which I completely would be my choice as well. But, like, I guess I would probably do, like, whatever it took to do. Like, I could do there on the Paradise campus before leaving. Yeah. I mean, an enema feels very, I mean, especially for a doctor. Next step. Yeah, a good next step in Paradise. But she didn't want it. Um, The only comment else I have on this is someone made made the statement in Paradise. They said, this is what Braden does for a living. Yeah, but he did geriatric nursing um, uh, okay. when we when we talked to him, I believe. Okay, so yeah, he has done this. Or so- he was in the psych ward. I don't remember. It was one or the other. But like, yeah. yes, he's a nurse, and he he obviously knows how to do this. And he's not the only nurse. Is Mercedes a nurse? Kylie is a nurse. Yeah, I mean, there's multiple nurses there, so if she needed help and she felt more comfortable with a friend, I would feel very comfortable with a doctor. I mean, I've... I wouldn't feel comfortable with Brayden just because Brayden would see my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly something you, that uh, that you need to be um, thinking about as you sit at breakfast across from the next day. I get it, but um, we're on the countdown now with Sam, and uh, and we're we're hoping everything comes out smoothly. Wait, the poo poo platter. We have to talk about that before we wrap. Okay, it was adorable, Aaron. He he goes, we're going to get this going. We're going to do it. It's obviously he knew before they sat down what she was going to tell him because immediately he was like, we're going to so- we're going to solve this with food. It comes down with what he calls a poopoo platter full of beans and spicy foods in hopes to get something moving. And I just thought it was adorable. And this is the moment when she's like, I don't think I can handle any more food. Like the food is what's not coming out of me right now. And then she started to feel something, went upstairs, started rubbing her stomach. Do you think it's going to happen or not, Ben? What's your wager? Four hours. I think it's happening. Yeah, I think it's going to happen too. I don't think they would have made as big of a deal of it if it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I don't see her going home due to this. And I think that it's going to happen. I think we're all going to be very excited for her. And then hopefully we can move on from that stupid turtle with its head popping out because that's just the most disgusting thing I've seen. Um, every <laughs> the chipmunk episode. was funny. Was it chipmunk? You know, there's yeah, a lot, of, a lot of things they can do with this. Yeah. And like I said, and I know that I've said it multiple times, but like Jade did go seven days yeah. when we were in paradise. And I think they were talking about an edema with her too. But I also think it happened before. I think she got it going. Sometimes <sighs> she just need a little like air conditioning. You know, I think that if she just, they just sent her to Vendanta for a day. She, she could just really relax. And get some air conditioning because she keeps saying I'm sweating, and I'm like, "Well, girl, that doesn't tell me anything because like you're sweating all the time there, especially at rose ceremonies. It's just so still. Yeah. There's no air in that room. I know it's like an outdoor room, but there's something about there's no airflow in that room. But I, I think this sweat sesh is going to lead her to the bathroom. Um, Ashley, two final questions for you. One is: Does the Boom Boom Room still exist? We haven't talked about it at all, have we? See, no. that's how non-serious these couples are. Or at least, like, these people have a controllable sex drive. <laughs> uh, very controllable. Or they just have no... They don't care. Um, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, the bunk beds work. The uh, Are people, like, hooking up in paradise, actually? Do they? Yeah. Well, we've obviously seen them plenty of seasons that yes. But is, like, is it happening more than we see? Yeah, according to when I was there. <laughs> according to my personal experience... I was always left alone in like the girls' room. There were nights where I was like in the big girls' room that ha- that sleeps probably twelve, and I would be one of maybe two in there. And I'm like, God, this is demoralizing. So where is everybody else at? There are different boom boom rooms, but then there are also like couches that can like double as beds. So people go and sleep on couches together. Yeah, like public beds, because you know that there's like so many like beds. Yeah. We see them on the beach, but there's also some in the treehouse, which is like the hotel part of it. I would just feel like um, I would want to sleep with nobody because of it's the so heat. hot. Yeah. yeah. It's like we can see each other tomorrow morning. Like I can, I can wait four weeks. Like we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 There's cameras that are always recording you. So it's like that's there's another reason. so just... much that I would not be okay yeah. with. Yeah. Um, no. Final comments to you, Ashley. I don't know who this dude is. He's a good looking guy, but again, he gets the celebrity treatment where everybody's like, Oh my goodness. Hey, he's so hot. Um, John Henry arrives. Yeah, okay. Beach. He's hot. I, I get no this. Who, he is. who is he? 
he was referred to as John Henry on someone's season. Who was it? Hold on. John Henry. Another Google moment of the day. John Henry. Is that his first and middle name? Why do we refer to him as John Henry? Bachelorette. He was on charity season. No recollection. Me neither, except he's cute. I also had no recollection of um, really Tanner, to be honest. Like, I knew who Tanner was. I knew when he was eliminated, but I didn't, like, remember anything. Like, there was nothing. I didn't remember anything memorable. (laughs) Well, and then we see the John B and Eliza situation pop up. John B comes to the beach, um, and he takes out Eliza. And he is a wreck. And that's when the teaser says uh, chaos is about to break out on the beach. And I do think we're about to see these couples that have been together now for maybe not just four days, but a week in paradise, which still seems wild to say, but they've built some strong connection. And now they're going to start splitting apart because new people are coming to the beach. New dates are happening. New kisses are ensuing. There's going to become more drama on the beach, but we do get John Henry and John B next week. And then the, uh, we also get the teaser again for the Paradise Truth Box, which has to come out soon because, well, we're pretty far into Paradise at this point. So mm-hmm. um, a lot is going to happen. I won't say a lot happened this episode other than new relationships formed and the hope that Sam um, is cleansed of all of her um, stuff in the next episode. But until next week, um, we'll be breaking down another episode of Bachelor in Paradise. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See ya. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch stratacoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.